Podcast Horror Movie Fans. Welcome to the Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grinding Podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Now put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Swab Zombies 2. What's up, everybody? This is Colton Trash Horror Movie Grind, and I'm in. And uh, yeah, so uh, first of all, apology. Uh, last time I said that we were going to do uh, Killing of Satan first or next, and uh, that didn't end up turning out. But now we're doing Swab Zombies 2, which is, uh, I'd say, probably a, just as good or just as bad uh yeah uh but uh yeah this will be fun uh so it is uh called swamp zombies 2 not even sure if there's swamp zombies 1 we're just going straight to the first one and um yeah it's directed by lynn kabinski in 2018 and um yeah it's uh it's it's a mess but uh i we, we've got some friends here joining me once again. Daniel's back. What's up, Daniel? Hey, not too much. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? I've had a great day. That's good. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what was so good about it? I think the best part of my day was realizing then in my job that when I am covered in sludge, I don't turn into a giant mutant freak. Are you sure? <laughs> oh sorry uh awesome man uh cool we'll, we'll just uh leave that as vague as possible uh as vague as possible please yeah coming back uh introducing uh new another guest to the show uh this this guy right here what's up john oh oh, oh hey how you doing <laughs> shit uh, pretty good namaste bitches how are you it's, uh, uh it's been a minute well actually it's the first time for you on the show but i guess i was referring to uh your your old your old show but yeah. indeed and uh good to good to be back yeah, you know well, we're gonna we're gonna send it tonight yeah so uh yeah so like we were just saying johnny and daniel that they, they both made lots of appearances on my old podcast and i've made a lot of appearances on your podcast i don't give you a have. Flick. you have uh i don't i don't give a flick streaming on every podcast site including <laughs> spotify and apple where we take a kind of just a deep dive into the theories of film and the behind the scenes, uh, kind of basically what they don't show you on Entertainment Tonight or from the actual documentaries <laughs> nice. on the movies, you know. Um, so it's, yeah, it's they, really they good don't for... talk as much shit as, as you guys do. On oh, yeah. Tonight. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, I have to say though, if you can't handle the truth, then this show is not for you. So yeah, uh, if you can't handle the truth, don't watch. I don't give a flick uh, on every podcast site known to man. Yeah, if but you could go ahead and check out my other podcast. SRI, I give a flick. <laughs> Ru, Ru, you're old. On another show, way back in the day, you had a co-host 
uh, Ryan, yeah, who right. would would always yeah, tell me he was going to start that, a podcast yeah. called. I, I definitely Reflect. stole that joke from him. That was his. Yes, joke, but, yes, but oh, he's not here, right. so he I never did it. away with it. But That's right, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh anyway, uh yeah, so I've I've been on like half your episodes on I don't give a flick. Close, yeah, fun. close to. Yeah, half. I'd say third. Yeah, a third, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. You you've you've been on it. <laughs> I actually on this trip that I've been on here, I've been uh, taking a, a lap around the country in my car, seeing family and friends for the last four months. And uh I've actually listened to all of my podcasts almost all of yours on your old show and then also uh the majority of having a beer with ian uh so yeah I'm almost done. Have, i haven't uh repped that podcast yet on this show i haven't yet another podcast it's called having a beer with ian it's me getting drunk with a bunch of other people named ian and we talk touching shit. E- touching each other inappropriately <laughs> oh oh okay, i'm sorry i, sh- I didn't know where we were <laughs> my bad we're recording Oh, yeah. Well, um, anyway, we have yet another guest, so I'll go ahead and bring her in. But well, before I do, uh, I forgot to ask you guys, what, what did you all think of this movie? This is both of you's first time seeing this movie, right? I just to let <laughs> Johnny go first as the uh, as the the newest newest member of uh, joining this podcast. Sure, yeah, and I uh, thank you, Daniel, for that wonderful introduction. Uh, Ian's wasn't quite as good, so take some notes there host um <laughs> it <laughs> no, just kidding just kidding everybody's trying to lighten the mood around here um it yeah it was certainly a movie that <laughs> i spent an hour and change watching yeah yeah uh i certainly will save all of my in-depth analysis for later on the line it was definitely not the worst movie so bad it's good that we've ever reviewed on any of your shows so that was a positive uh, it was entertaining to say the least. Uh, I'll I'll get in a little bit more to it here later yeah. on, but uh, I, I didn't uh, I didn't regret watching parts of it. <laughs> is, is that an is that a polite way of putting that it was a piece of shit? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. yeah. I, okay, was, good. Actually, good. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, how about you? I would like to say that my review is a little better, and it is. Um, I've got I've got two major points to make up here. Uh, the first is not so um, not so nice. Uh, if you want to see boobs in the first five seconds and you don't <laughs> like turkeys, I would say watch this, not Thanksgiving. Um, however, fair enough. However, I will put it out there that out of the newest zombie movies that I've seen, and I mean the last five years. Um, I would have to say that this is not the most craptacular movie that has been on my list. And this includes high budget movies. I was extremely upset with Army of the Dead. Uh, I thought it was really sad and not fun to watch. And I couldn't make it through because they wanted to make it into some sort of like Fast and the Furious style movie instead of being a zombie movie. This one, actually started out as a zombie movie and kept it through the whole thing. Yeah. So the for all the things that are wrong with this movie, it kind of kept its shit together. I yeah. Which I is impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. It's it's got probably a better premise than a lot of other zombie movies I've seen. 
but yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah. we'll stop wasting yeah. time. Like I said, we've got one more guest. The reason why uh, <laughs> I, I've had her waiting is because she's actually in the movie. Jenna, what's up? Hello. Oh, yeah. Hey, how, how you doing? I'm I'm pretty good today. It was uh, I was wondering when someone would bring up Army of the Dead, and that was pretty quick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not even five right. minutes in. Wow. <laughs> so uh, so you introduced me to this movie, and uh, and by the way of doing that by saying, "Hey, I was in a movie. Uh, it's called Swamp Zombies 2. <laughs> so um, Daniel and Johnny, do, do you? Uh, recognize her in the movie from the movie like with i guess saying to her now like are, are you like oh it's, it's that person yeah I yes and no in a way oh, um okay. we yes we had no. we had questions i watched this with my wife and we had questions about the characters we were portraying and whether or not there was <laughs> some sort of direction as to uh were you trying to play to a stereotype of some type of of person or not so we'll let that unfold as we talk about the movie uh, today as well. I wish I could show you guys the special features right now because <laughs> many uh, a joke was made. <laughs> oh my God! Send me the link, please, in in, in our in our group because I will totally watch the shit out of that when we're done with this recording. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. Well, uh, th thanks for joining. Welcome on board. And uh, yeah, so I guess for the uh, the audience, uh, who what, who did you play in this movie? Um, so my character was never actually mentioned in the film, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that my name in the movie, like on the script, is Pam. P A M Pam. That's such a and... generic, boring name. It's <laughs> 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 like the name of somebody's stepmom. I mean, <laughs> that's like not inaccurate to the character, though. <laughs> I'm just somebody's stepmom. <laughs> of all the examples you could have given. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I love what what you did with your your eyes. Your uh, yeah, that that's the entire movie right there. <laughs> it hurt. I don't know why, but because like I heard. And I thought this was so, this is how much of a non-actor I am, by the way. <laughs> I had never <laughs> acted before this movie. But I had heard that um uh what's his name from Silence of the Lambs? I, I told you I'd do this. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. yeah. Anthony okay. Hopkins from Silence of the Lambs. To make himself creepier, he never blinked. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. so cool. I yeah. want to do that. But what happens when I try not to blink is my eyes just get really big. <laughs> and then people were like, oh, that looks really weird and creepy. And I'm like, all right, I'm doing that for the whole movie. <laughs> it was not the least convincing thing about the movie. For, like, even by a long shot. No. Uh, I would say it was the best. Uh, I want to give you a like... lot of credit here. You were, yeah, you were above average in this movie. For sure. Yeah, in, in fact, like, the movie was just getting really boring. I mean, it was already boring, but, like, after <laughs> I was just like, Ugh. And then all of a sudden, here comes Jenna, my friend on Facebook, just shows up, like, <laughs> all intense. And uh, and just, I was laughing, like, all the way through. 
<laughs> basically. <laughs> and especially, I mean, I'm going to cut straight to the end where so you get attacked by zombies and that just that sequence just took too long. <laughs> it's just been eaten for like five minutes straight, nonstop, just one single shot. And then next, and so we're like, okay, Pam's dead. And then like the the the, the main guy, he's going through fighting all these other zombies, and then there's like a level boss, and then it's you, and then you're, and then it's like, oh shit, it's about to go down, and then. And so, I mean, you're you're a experienced fighter too, like yeah. martial arts and stuff. So, yeah. okay, is that why you were chosen for the movie, or because yeah. there's a scene where like y'all like have a fight scene, and it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. So I was just um. I had uh one of my friends who I used to do Muay Thai with. Um. He he was doing a um a uh, fight choreography thing, uh, one-on-one kind of session. And I was like, oh, let me try that out. That sounds fun. And so I recorded myself doing a fight choreography and um, Len saw it and he liked it so much that he was like, hey, you should try out for the part of uh, Pam. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, all right, let let me just send some stuff that I've done before, which was, one voiceover thing I did once for um, a bottle of wine for my friend and a jar of peanut butter, I believe. <laughs> and I was like, this is my reel. This is what I have done. <laughs> and That's fair. There you go. Got the part. Most All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> what, what made that scene even better? Like, so it was like, oh, shit, you're back from the dead. And you got to fight this guy. But the makeup and effects were so bad that, like, you, it showed you, like, trying to, like, you were on the ground. I guess your back was broken. You were, like, trying to, like, do this, like, weird sideways crawl. But it just looked terrible. <laughs> not, Damn, not to, like, your good. fault at all. But it was just, like, <laughs> like if, if this movie had a big budget, that would have been really cool. But it didn't. So it wasn't. <laughs> But uh, you you also had another role in this movie. Uh, I guess why don't you go ahead and say what it was? A role? Yeah, um, behind the scenes. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I I actually did a lot of the composing for the music. So when you look me up on um, right on. on Google, it says Jetta M. Fryer, actress and composer. I'm like ooh. <laughs> and I had never <laughs> I had never made any music before that as well. By the way, <laughs> what? Uh, this is, this is the, you're not you never been a composer never been an act never been an, never been an actor before just very, very I, i'm not done for, yet because there's one other thing i never did that i did for this movie this makes me want to watch the film even more Which is the, the opening credits oh the opening yeah. credits i saw you in lighting i'm pretty sure too what? But it's kind of hard because oh, I have all yes. the notes down. Light technician. I, I yeah. held some lights sometimes. Composer, lead actress, and key grip. All right. Perfect. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but my favorite thing I definitely did was for um was the Whoops. opening credits. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which God. is uh, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I I got that. I I I brought up the wrong thing, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got it right here actually. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. So you That's... did that music right there that we were hearing? No, no, that was oh, a, okay. That was a yeah. free. I don't know how to do Honestly, instruments like that. Honestly, truth be told, all of those graphics towards the beginning that we're showing right now that were one of my favorite things of the movie. So kudos to you for oh. yeah, it, learning it, it, how to do it on, like a, on a fly. Kind of, and... uh, <laughs> I guess you, you can say it's kind of a uh, comic book kind of feel to it. Yeah, it's kind of, it like Sin City in a way. Very scanner darkly a little bit. Yeah, Sin City style. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that part right there is funny. Like, hold on. Uh, yeah, right where you come in is you, and it says New Hat Wallen. <laughs> 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 where Justin's gathering angels. And, oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> this is where we found out that secretly Jenna did not yeah. want to have her name attached to this at all. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to distance herself as much as possible. Last second, we'll cut away. I was like, this is going to ruin my acting career for sure. So <laughs> no one's well, ever gonna hire me did. for a wine voiceover ever again. Apparently you did it because uh well you did do some more work after that. Uh, I did a lot of work after that now. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I mean uh, all with Len Kabazinski. He yeah. just keeps oh, okay. he just keeps rehiring me and I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of those. Actually, you, you're working on a film right now with them, right? Yeah, Pact of Vengeance. Yeah, what, what's that about? Um, it is <laughs> that's that's snark. <laughs> um, it is about um, uh, oh. okay. On, sorry, I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what violates the terms of my NDA? <laughs> <laughs> I try to, I, I guess, like a group of people who are trying to take revenge on um, uh, some someone who is my character. My character gets her throat slit um, by a group, a uh, gang called the Black Roses, and um, now and now they have to get back huh. the Black Roses for slitting my throat. So. Okay. Okay. That sounds cool, actually. Yeah. Damn. All right. Uh, well, uh, so, all right. That, that was a pretty neat introduction. Uh, again, wel welcome to the show, uh, you and Johnny. Uh, so, Johnny, uh, your podcast, I don't give a flick. So, we already mentioned it earlier. You talk about a lot of, uh, or <coughs> sometimes we talk about a lot of uh, movies more like in depth. You know, we, we kind of, I guess pick apart these movies. Sure, mostly much better movies, uh, more classics <laughs> and just more Hollywood films. So, as, as somebody who's like you're kind of a, a critic of in your own. So, what what was going through your head when watching this movie? <laughs> I mean, when I try to go into these types of films, I certainly give myself a different mindset. When going in for something like this, knowing that the budget's going to be significantly smaller than even an indie film that I might catch on the circuit or at a festival, sure. uh, you know, there's I kind there's 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 a level, you know, there's a ceiling that a lot of these movies can hit. So I certainly have a much lower one when it comes to movies <laughs> like this. Um, 
I mean, yeah, you know, I I liked the idea. It's kind of a poor man's version of Halloween Resurrection or kind of like a Cabin in the Woods style mm. feel with the reality show. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's not, not identical, but it, it does seem to have aspects of it. So, I like the idea of that. Personally, I had kind of gotten over the whole zombie phase after the early 20 teens. Uh, oh, yeah. So, I, I yeah, kind of sure. just kind of like superhero <laughs> movies. You kind of like I was they, way before that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll still see him. It's certainly to not take up too much time because I'll, 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 I'll spread it out over the, the course of the, the hour and a half. Here. Okay. Um, but I, I definitely thought there were parts that were kind of putting me to sleep. They kind of just mm-hmm. drew on and there wasn't really much happening, but there were other parts that, that were, that were fucking hilarious that I thought were funny. You know, you know me. Man, I mean, Ian, you know me. I always talk about it on my show and on yours. I love world building. I love seeing the the background. Yeah. I love seeing origin stories. Um, so while I thought they should have done a much better job with setting the stage and letting us kind of know what we should expect with the film, uh, I still did enjoy like the the little quirky commercials they had and uh, the fact. Oh that, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the fact that um, I would have liked to see a little bit more of the world around them. Uh, but then again, you know, it's it's a low-budget zombie film. So, you know, you have to go in with lower expectations right. for sure. Yeah. Um, sure. Especially I, when it comes to the makeup. Yeah. Way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mean, how, I mean, how deep do you want me to go? Do you want me to give? Uh, I mean, oh, I can't. Well, it's a, I don't know what you're saving. Yeah. Uh, we, we can okay. we can just come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll come, we'll come I, back. So yeah, that's my general, you know, my my general overview yeah. of, of the entire thing. It was it had fun moments. Uh, I definitely think they could have added a lot more to make it even more entertaining. Um, you know, raising the stakes, especially in a film like this when you have such a low budget, is almost it's necessary. You know, it's imperative that you do that so it gets the audience invested somehow. I mean, most of these characters. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. All of them, there wasn't much stake in the game for me. They were just, they were just very uh, 2D NP- NPCs. Or you know, they're just NPCs non-player great. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they were. They were, yeah. they were all one-dimensional, and I mean, that's obviously due to the genre. You can only blame so much on that. A lot of it's also just the writing of of the script. But uh, uh, yeah, I didn't. Out of all the movies we've ever we've ever reviewed, I definitely I didn't regret watching the majority of it. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, trying to be as polite as I can. Here is Johnny. I don't give a fuck. Hey, man. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm certainly, I'm a hater. I'm a hater until I'm not. What can I say? Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's fair though. That was a that was a fair assessment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I what I like about it is that it's. It doesn't take itself seriously. This is a movie that very well no. knows what it is, and uh, while at the same time not being too self-aware. Yeah, uh, it, I feel like you can still do a good balance of that, though. Like taking it, not taking itself too seriously, but still investing everybody enough mm-hmm. to where they they care about people dying, they care about the outcome. Because um, even in silly, goofy comedy, and I I know it's low budget, but keep going anyways. You know me, I'll talk. About I mean, I think this budget as well as the script were probably the biggest problems of this movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I've had a, 
not definitely not uh, not like World War Z or anything that high, but like something like you know just a a low a higher low budget film with with uh, probably just a better uh, filmmaker sure. and script. Well, don't, don't don't you think with really quick to your point, don't you think like even with like a movie like Miami Connection or we talk about the the mm-hmm. Cadillac films, you know, um, or even The Room or something like that. They do, do you feel with those films that they still did a decent job of at least attempting to tie the audience to certain characters to care about the outcome of what oh, happened? To yeah. Them? Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't see any. Maybe, maybe not The Room. Yeah. Uh but like Samurai Cop and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Samurai Cop, yeah, same thing. Like they're goofy, uh, but you still you know, you still feel you feel you feel horrible and you want to see more of these particular characters or what happens next and then when it doesn't, you're just like, oh well that fucking sucked. But in this one I didn't really feel that, like that. I was no, like, not the not the case at know? all. Like like I said, uh when when Jenna's character was being mauled but and taken apart by zombies, it just took too long. <laughs> I was like, hurry up and die finally. <laughs> <laughs> die, Jenna! Die! No. How do you think I fell? I was like in spider webs and shit. Spiders oh, are crawling down my back. I'm like, can we stop? Can I ask you how long? How many takes did they do on that scene? Like, how oh, long one. did you have to lay there? Oh, okay. We, the just, just, I can the see camera that. was rolling. <laughs> one, one for everything. That's it. Yeah, one for nobody in the second take on yeah, anything. You're, you're thank you're thanking God on that one. I, I hear. I, I'm sure you. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let me get one of y'all to anybody who wants to do this. Just say what the plot is to this movie in one sentence. Oh, I want to do that. Um, I got a couple. No- can I? Can I have two seconds for notes? Um, <laughs> Go ahead. All right. I'd like to say that this movie wanted to rip off a lot of major motion pictures without making it too blatant. So, in one sentence, I would say that this was a reality TV show gone wrong in which the captors of the people in the reality TV show decided that they would take care of their own project by bringing in it more people that they couldn't handle and failed. All right, cool. Right, right uh, yeah, basically. Uh, I, I would say it's... What's it called? I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the movie. Uh, damn it, I, I, was, I was thinking about this the entire time. And... Uh, well, this isn't professional at Describe all. Describe the movie. Contain- name some of the actors in it. That's okay. We'll do a Remember, second I'm take. Gonna the, I'm going to look this up, and I will feel silly when I find out. Uh, it, um, God damn it. A Schwarzenegger movie uh, from the 80s. Oh, uh, marath- uh, Marathon? Not Marathon Man. Um, running Man. Running yeah, Man? Running Man. Running it Man. It is Running yeah. Man with Zombies. Three out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, idea. Yeah, so it, I think it's that's the... how the writer pitched it to Len to be. Oh, really? With you, yeah, really? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely had the entire vibe of it, uh, especially like bringing in a guy who didn't want to be part of it. So yeah, that's what it is. So uh, the the main actor is actually the director. Uh, how, how do you pronounce his name, Jenna? Uh, Len Kabazinski. 
Got it. I totally butchered it when I first start, started this thing. Oh, wait. Besides uh, with playing John claude Van Damme in this movie, wasn't he also the... Um, uh, not here. He was the executive producer, director, and star of it. In addition to the fact that he had other roles that he gave himself in different districts of, of doing it, such as talent coordinator. and um, I don't know. I kind of had six different... Uh, sorry, six different roles that uh that he had in this movie am i missing any of them i mean you're probably right usually he's also the writer as well and this is the yes he was the associate um uh, he was he was an additional writer or something like that um yeah and i, I writer or writer editor or something like that yeah <laughs> for a few of the scenes Okay. Yeah. So he he's the main actor, and so he, he also comes. It's like a Escape from New York kind of thing with like Snake Plissken, and he's just like brought in there to. He has a mission, and pretty much he's a hacker that that's trying to. I I don't I don't get it. So it's a reality show that puts puts people in with zombies, and somehow somebody's trying to show how corrupt they are. I mean, it's pretty like self-explanatory <laughs> like like that that's i guess my big problem with it like what what is the hacker trying to show to the world i was confused by that myself yeah <laughs> i uh I, I have a small answer for this because i tried to okay. diagnose what the movie was actually about and uh mouse herself said one of the lines in it that she was just there to be doing an expose similar to how PETA. Uh, which in this role was pets, uh, people against the ethical treatment of zombies, or something people for the ethical treatment of zombies. I'm not sure exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah, but, there, there was a there was a commercial um, in there about like having zombies as pet or not as pets, but like ba bathing a zombie. It was the bath. Yeah, the bath. Yeah. Some sort of like human rights expose, and ended up finding out that uh, the production guy um uh, i'm not gonna remember his name the guy who had the had the uh the giant needle up at the end it was just mr laughing. lobo mr yeah, lobo mr <laughs> lobo great. turned out was um was actually selling this genetic altercation that he made to his serum that was making zombies worse and more weaponized he was selling it to terrorist organizations that's right so that's what Mouse ended up okay. doing inside of this movie was like she wasn't out there to do this ethical treatment anymore. She was out there to expose a terrorist. Mm -hmm. So the plot was actually coherent, which I was surprised by, especially considering the, the lack of plot at the end because they just left it open-ended for Swamp Zombies yeah. 3 yeah, and yeah. or 5. <laughs> <laughs> well, which, by the way, Jenna, have you seen the first... Swab zombies. Yeah, does that even exist? I did. I my eyeballs were <laughs> watching it, and my ears were listening, but I cannot tell you anything about it. <laughs> oh, so it's the not brain, a troll two. Gone. It's not a Left troll a two instance. That's that's good that it's not it's, troll two instance. There's actually a first one. Yeah, no, there there is a first one, um, and that was by Len Kabazinski. And written by him, directed by him, produced by him. And huh. then um, 
And then uh, the writer, Newt, actually, who's who's in the movie as well, he he pitched the movie, the Swamp Zombies 2, to him. And Len liked it so much, he's like, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> did, did, just, so I, I have to ask this, uh, this Lynn gentleman, does he have a like an underground following of some kind? Because it sounds like he's been putting out movies at a fairly he, frequent uh, pace yeah. over the last couple of years. Yeah, he does. He got a lot of popularity because um, Red Letter Media uh, yeah, reviewed his movies ah, on Best of yep. the Worst. And he's actually in episodes of Red Letter Media as well. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so people people started noticing him and he has, okay. he, he had a, I think he had a following before then, but it's probably grown since then. Poor man's Neil Breen, gotcha. Yeah. He Noted. is, <laughs> yeah, the, not so much in this movie, but I saw another movie that, Jenny, you were in. Um, I forgot the name of it, but it's the one where you're, uh, it, not, not the prison one, but the other one. Why am I forgetting that? Hellcats <laughs> 2, which is another 2 movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Most of these damn oh, uh, Challenge of the Five Gauntlets. That's the one. Yeah. That is that a very Green esque movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, like, a good, you could say 30 minutes is him walking by himself in the woods, which is, uh, you know, much like Neil Green. Green. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. They should have an act off. Len and uh, oh Neil. And Neil Breen. God. <laughs> throw, to throw Tommy Wiseau and YK Kim in there and you got yourself one hell of a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, which actually uh, uh, brings up a question I was going to ask you. What, what is it with, do you think it is uh, with filmmakers who do everything? They write the script, they film it, they direct it, they produce it, they star in it. Like, what is it about these people that like is just they're just usually not all the time but most times just awful in experience <laughs> or budget are normally the two things yeah but like oh, for a lot of these people the script is just like nonsensical and right um i think it's just that they want to make a movie and that's it they just want to make a fucking movie. <laughs> and well, so put that kind of time in. Yeah, and then and then you just put as much time in as you want and you just you just do it. I think um like from my experience working with Len and working in like these, you know, lower budget movies and stuff, it's kind of like a hobbyist thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Like for sure. Yeah, for sure. like yeah. he's not that's not his primary source of income is like uh, <laughs> the, yeah. the he's a is, big time Hollywood director. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Neil Brain is actually an architect or a yeah. was. Yeah. Or was. Yeah, yeah, least. he was. <laughs> that that just goes back that just goes back to the does same whatever thing. he does. <laughs> mm -hmm. We don't uh, we but, don't talk about that. <laughs> but the thing, the thing about the, about the these people, I I can't speak for for Led, but uh, definitely Neil Breen and uh, at Tommy Wiseau at first, and I guess YK Kim as well, is that they um, have no self awareness. I mean, Tommy <laughs> kind of does now. He he yeah. still doesn't like quite yeah, it, it, but uh, like they they make these mm -hmm. terrible movies, and then they're like, yes, this is good. Led's yeah. interesting in that he, um, I'd say he's very self-aware, especially for that. 
he wants Neil Breen in a movie. He watches Neil Breen movies. Oh, really? Those are like his favorite movies. He, Does he? he watches The Room. Yeah. He watches these so he's intentionally these trying to make these bad movies then. Yes and Is no. That... <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. I think that uh, because he likes he likes those types of movies, it allows him to play around with different movies. And he, that's, I mean, you know, he's just like, bump, 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 five days. Okay. Like, it's like two weeks all in all to make a movie. You know what I mean? Like, or less. Right. So I think it's like, he's allowed to kind of make the mistakes and make like these weird things. And then he's like, all right, so for next time, I'll do this and this and this. Um, how much that works, I don't know, but <laughs> okay. I would like to That's go ahead and give Ken some credit for completing the movies that he starts. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that have that sim similar idea and they can't do it. Yeah, and so I think that's the biggest he, if thing. If he pushes it out, it doesn't matter if it's too early. He got it done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he still gets the budget to do his next movie. You know, mm -hmm. um, that that's impressive in its own way. Like when you don't have the money coming in, but you still manage to make the movie going out. Uh, I'm actually consistently impressed by that, especially when you pick and choose the right kind of effects for it which I think this movie did, uh, the lack of um, the lack of studio effects added in post was notable. It was a lot, a lot of physical effects. They, uh, this, the, the soundboard was unfortunate, but uh, <laughs> besides those effects um, that sounded like they were from Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat back on the <laughs> um, I would say that the actual fighting, uh, which thank you, Jenna, for providing some actual fighting in the movie, yeah, um, and nice. the, um, the physical effects provided by the special effects artists that actually did some of the makeup, which while the, while the standalone makeup was sad, I thought that the momentary, like, fun gag or gore scenes were really fun. And I actually got to give Ken some credit here. He made a watchable oh, movie as opposed to many of the high-budget, unwatchable movies that don't have yeah, anything going for them. Yeah, but they yeah, hate everybody in it. I didn't like any of the characters in it, unfortunately. Jenna, <laughs> not excusing Pam, um, who was one of the more entrancing characters in it just because I didn't know what the hell she was doing the whole movie. Um, <laughs> But I just show up. <laughs> you don't need a likable character to make an okay movie. And he made an okay movie. And I'm really impressed by that on a low budget, beating out all of these blockbusters that sucked in recent times. Zombie blockbusters have been bad for a number yeah, of years. They, they absolutely have. Um, yeah. And yeah, um, like I was saying, the premise is, is really cool. Uh, even though it's like ripped off from a bunch of other movies, say the same thing. But <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's done that before. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, he he essentially, I mean, he took the the same two I mentioned earlier with Cabin in the Woods and Halloween Resurrection. He just took it yeah. and then replaced it with a zombie apocalypse, as opposed to which. Yeah, I'm surprised you know, it took Mike, until Michael 2018 Myers. to do that. With zombies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it had to be made. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the world must know. <laughs> the world's got to know. Yeah, let, let's go on to our, uh, our our next segment, which is discussing what, what makes this movie good and what makes it bad. Because this is very clearly, we could all agree, so bad is good. 
And it, it is bad for a number of reasons, and it is good for a number of reasons. And uh, I, I'll start with one thing is I really love the the colors that are presented in this. Um, I've talked to Johnny about this on his podcast many times about a lot. Maybe he's like, is the uh, I'm really into colors and uh, right. visual effects. And like that, they uh, did a pretty good job with this. Like, the, there's a bunch of scenes where there's just these really bright, obscene colors as like a red or blue or green for like no reason. But I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. It, it helps me yeah. like realize, like remember, this is just a, a fun, shitty movie. Uh, they, they did that with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Oh, and uh, yeah, like Hobo with a Shotgun. And so it kind of reminded me of those movies. So Hobo with a Shotgun was, was on another level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For color, sure. No color palette wise. I mean, and and to, to your to your point with that. I mean, I just like you. I mean, I think you like. I think you appreciate color palettes a little bit more than I do. Um, but I do love looking for it when it comes up. My problem with the color palette in this one, I'll tell you, was I don't I don't know who was their, I don't know who your artistic director or the production designer was, um, but the colors just was anyone. They were okay. So that that makes sense then, because it's because it literally was all over the place. Mm. And while I liked the, I did like the colors. You know, I mean, I thought Mr. Lobo, his suit, those colors in general, I thought those were super fun. And I would, I would, I would sport a suit like that just to fuck with people and just like if I go to a party or something. Yeah, I just want to say Mr. Lobo dresses like that all the time. That's Mr. Lobo for it. Like he just plays himself in the movie. <laughs> uh, so he great. showed up but on set with that suit. He's a um, he's a horror show host. So oh, okay. that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. What's the name of the show? But Mr. Lobo Cinema. Oh okay, Mr. Lobo. So wait, so he no, played like that? Is that the name of his character, Mr. Lobo? I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the name of his character. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. So he yeah. basically played himself. Yeah. He's yeah. like a local okay. kind of celebrity. See, now now I like the movie even more now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Now that we have the background uh, info. We're going to get Mr. Right, well, Bubble on to host the worst movie that we can possibly find. Uh, so, hang on. Sorry. So to wrap my thought up here, um, was uh, the, the problem? my problem with it was the fact that it was all over the place. And usually when you look at a color palette for a film, there are colors that, that go ahead yeah. and to show you who a, a distinct character is. Uh, they typically have some symbolic meaning behind them. You know, I mean, I, I'll go back and bring up an easy one with Sixth Sense. When you see red, that's impending doom anytime mm-hmm. that pops up. When you see a yellow, it's, uh, oh, this is supposed to be a, a happy or joyful scene, or the scene following this will be this feeling that's, you know, that's connected to it. And I just kind of feel like this one had a bunch of colors in there for the sake of having colors in there, and that really bugged me a lot. I thought that was a little lazy. Um, but now that you said they just kind of randomly, everybody was kind of throwing their hat in the ring for it, I guess, I mean, that, that <laughs> bends a little bit for me, but that was actually one of my least favorite Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you're absolutely correct with that. Um, one movie that I really love that came out this year, actually called Arch Enemy, uh, not, not mm-hmm. very well known. It's the same production company that did Mandy, um, there actually, yeah, Spectre was that a Nicolas Cage one too? No, uh, okay. he's not. A, actually, he was supposed to be, but he wasn't in it. No. Um, so Mandy's got a great color palette, 
Manny, yeah, Manny that, has a fantastic. Yeah. The, uh, that, oh, yeah. that Spectre Vision, the production company, which is actually owned by Elijah Wood, uh, the uh, Spectre Vision, all their films, all the films that they produce have amazing, very bright visual colors. And Arch Enemy is really great. Uh, you reminded me, Johnny, because in this movie, there's two characters, brother and sister, that are so opposite from each other. One lives right. in a world of fantasy. The other lives in the, uh, in the streets. She's a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one who's in a fantasy, he's very he dresses in very bright orange. And orange and red and yellow. And then the one who's more serious in the streets is all straight blue. And mm-hmm. uh, and so there's a scene where they're arguing and they're in their apartment and uh, they're divided. They're in two different sides of the room. Uh, the brother who's all orange, he's on the blue side of the room. And uh, the sister who's in all blue, she's on an orange side of the room. So it's like a yin yang. It's like they're together, and <laughs> but they're complete complete but opposite so uh, i don't know i'm totally changing the subject but that, you just reminded me of something that i just really love you're talking about, about a good palettes. movie with a bad movie it makes sense yeah uh, uh yeah um, there. but uh, yeah this movie i completely agree with you it's all over the place uh but like also it's just it's a fun mess that that's what i like about sure it, you know? oh, yeah. it, like i said earlier it reminds me of that i'm just watching and enjoying yeah. just a shitty movie Jenna, do you by chance just just for the color palette uh, issue? Do you know what they shot on? Like what type of camera they were using? If only Scott was here because he, okay. he was he was also okay. the DP. Um, and yeah, he, a shout he out did. to this guy. I, I love yeah. the cinematography. That is one thing I will give this film. I mm-hmm. actually for a zombie movie, especially on that low of a budget. If so, kudos to Scott. I will give him that. The, He's uh, a um. Very He's well a uh, wedding photographer, and he has like a whole bunch of stuff. So he had a drone, yeah. and that's what he was called up to do yeah. was just to do the drone shot. And uh-huh. then Len hired him on the spot. So him and I were that, kind of like, awesome. I don't know what's going on. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and and um, he was supposed to be on this show. Unfortunately, he, yeah. he had to drop out at the last minute. But uh, yeah, that, that is unfortunate because I definitely wanted to hear uh, some more stories. But um, yeah, and he would know all that. He, I, I can kind of tell you some stuff he had. I, it's going to be in not technical at all. But I know, I remember he mainly used like this thing, and it would like he could rotate it, but it would stay yeah, exactly Ron, where it was. Ronan Gimbal. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking. Okay, about. Yeah. Yeah. those are so and, much. There's so much fun to shoot on. Yeah, and he mm. like basically used that. I mean, I'm sure that. That wasn't the camera, but <laughs> there's a camera <laughs> in there, and then he would use that, and uh, then the drone, and then okay. other stuff. I yeah. know that Len used his camera as well for a bunch of shots. Oh, okay. Well, the reason that I ask what what it was shot on is a lot of the a lot of the newer cameras today. Um, I mean, even ones as small as like the 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 uh, was it the the Fuji or Fiji line. Um, they they make particularly uh, they make a lot of colors kind of saturated and they make them pop really well so i was that's i that's why mm-hmm. to ian's point with the color palette uh you know i think i was wondering if that was intentionally done in post or they just happened to shoot like that and it was a happy accident mm-hmm. that it happened um but anyways yeah yeah i'm sure it's a little bit of a little bit of column a a little bit of column b <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know um, that uh scott's main thing was just to make the movie entertaining you know, so uh, 
and and I'll get into behind the scenes. I'll pretty good job. I'll kind of like I'll kind of yeah. plot twist you guys. I'll yeah, my I, I was. On uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna actually. I, <laughs> I was gonna ask you to do that next, uh, but before we do, let, let's uh, keep on talking about uh, about this current topic. Daniel, how, how about you? What 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 about this movie? What parts did you enjoy? I actually really enjoyed uh, the most of this seeing the things that I like in a bad movie, which is that I like to see a departure from people using digital effects into practical effects that are cheaper, but a lot more fun. Uh, so when Logan Jr.'s face got ripped off, I really enjoyed his little... Oh, yeah, that was ah! hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was so, face thing that happened. So bad, um, but so good. Yeah, it was a really good one. And the fact is, is that when you have a high budget film, you want to like do a tearing action. You want to you want to rip off a portion of a face. You want to do things. Don't do it like it's a big sleeve, like you're taking off your socks after a hard day at work. And I love, love, love that old school zombie effect that's been in so many films. I mean, it was in uh, Dead and Alive, and I think Night of the Living Dead too. That they did the same effect with that little like. Q-tip style head, you know, gross ass sort of thing. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things that I liked about this film based on the fact that it was not supposed to be a good movie. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that Tubi classified it as horror comedy because uh, I feel yeah. like there was enough elements in there that they didn't necessarily... They, they tried for some comedy elements in it, but I think that overall the effect was much more comedic for the things that they didn't intend. And I found the small details really good. There was a scene in which uh, Ken's character was meditating after taking his shirt off of the water. And there was a, uh, a, a, a alligator of some type or some sort of, rubber alligator just in the water right next to him and i did one of these like what the hell was that moments where i'm just like and you can't possibly have that just sitting in the water next to it and i was like you're not really meant to get a whole lot out of that other than just like this is a fun movie we're not going to try very hard we have to put this thing in here it's going to be a personal joke to the crew or it's you know a certain type of thing and um when when I watched the credits, just to just to get an idea of, of who did what in the movie, I couldn't help but notice that Jenna had four roles and Scott had six and Ken had like 12 plus. Ken had to thank his mom, which is sweet in a way, but also <laughs> whose couch did he sleep on in between scenes and who like who played like there was just like all these little fun things from this small scale cinema and they still made a better movie than high budget films that came out in the last five years. So I just, uh, the, the, the whole killer wolf thing, uh, whatever, whatever set of movies that is like, I'm in, I'm going to watch them. (laughs) I've got to see what else comes up with it. Hey. <laughs> I was a fan, air. but I, I, I gotta say, I did save a large number of questions for both you and Scott just to find out what the hell was going on. Um, it, can I can I use this for just a quick aside, Ian? Because um, I've, I've yeah, really go got to know, Jenna. I might be. You got murdered in this film. 
how did you keep your boobs inside of your outfit? <laughs> You're the only person who managed to do it in the whole film. Yeah. it's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> how did you keep it in Apparently it was a big deal. Because if someone said, do you want to show your boobs in this film? I would have been like, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Not, not this film. Actors, I, I didn't know whether it was a um, director's choice or actress choice. <laughs> <laughs> and actually there's supposed to be more topless people how <laughs> yeah well you know we, that's we gotta draw people somehow <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like daniel said at the very like literally for anybody who hasn't seen this uh which i don't know where you're watching this go stop this and watch it and then come back uh what are you doing <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, the very literally the very first five seconds, there's just full blown, full like frontal nudity. As like, okay, yeah, I I expect that. I'm not surprised. <laughs> and then there, there's like a ran very weird, random three second long sex scene with the girl who's they're like in the middle of the yeah. like woods. It didn't on, look on like his, pan his pants were unzipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she, was, she was pretty much just dry. She was completely naked. And yeah, it was, was like dry humping. They, they were dry humping. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like another part that's like, okay. Yeah. This, Every this zombie is, movie needs it, though. Let's admit it. Fucking terrible. <laughs> Hilarious. And Every then, yeah, there, there was just like random. Dry humping. Yeah, All right. Fine. I yeah, didn't go with the uh, idea of zombie movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what else? Are there any like particular scenes or or parts that stick out? Any anything? Just oh, like... absolutely. <laughs> um, my my favorite scene is at the end. Uh, the the big cliffhanger. Spoiler alert. Um, I really love. Um, Mr. Lobo with his giant ass syringe just <laughs> laughing at the camera for way too long for a scene that doesn't go anywhere. Uh, a syringe full of I don't know. Uh, just laughing. Uh, that was that was great. And then, I yeah, like it because then, he's very convincing. He was a fun character. Um, it was not always well acted, but very believable. And he he was, he was happy. Uh, another scene that stuck out to me was the one that Johnny just mentioned, which, which was the uninterested dry humping in the middle of the woods. That's that's kind funny. of what that scene was in the script too. Really, <laughs> uninterested dry humping. Yeah, like I mean, I guess he's supposed to be a spoiled brat, right? Yeah, uh, Logan yeah. Jr. I did like Logan Senior also in his commercial. I thought that was great, and yeah. I'm sorry I can't bother Scott about it right now, but um, I thought he did a great job. As Logan Senior and his great. Scott was in it. commercial. Oh, um, oh, was he? He's um, uh, he's the guy in the car commercial. I, I love the yeah. The, okay. So yeah. He, he's the like the redneck guy who's yeah. just like, yeah. come come on there. That's man. Logan's dad. That's how Logan <laughs> got his fortune through a used car salesman. And he like killed it too. Like he was like, yeah. oh, how do you oh, like good. this segment? I'm like. Oh, that fucking yeah. rules, dude. <laughs> that, that that was good. Yeah, I mean, again, if you take this this movie seriously, it, it's all terrible. But if you just like you know what you're getting into, you know that's it's just a dumb zombie movie. It's it's yeah. hilarious all the way through. 
especially it really is, it really is man and they they did i did really i know i was i know i was giving it a hard time earlier but there were certainly well, you always do I really i do i do i mean i'm a, a very of a harsh critic what can i say but it, they had a lot of parts that were just very fun to watch i talked about liking the commercials earlier the one where they're giving the zombie a bath and then he's he's like oh and he's still got a sense of humor and then he farts for like 20 seconds and it causes the wife to like vomit almost uh because it's just such a rancid <laughs> that's smell my favorite part that's so that's so great <laughs> it's just hilarious because it's it's not really it's in the so movie stupid. at any point it's so dumb but i loved it it reminded me of uh you know it was like a like the the tropic thunder trailer with jack black and his family that just yeah. farts a bunch and i was like this is so dumb but I'm gonna be sophomore and laugh my ass off because it's 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 great. Um, the ones where like the zombie kids and then the background music of like the nursery, the nursery score that was going on and they're ripping him to shreds. I was laughing my ass off during that. Um, <laughs> the white guy they had playing like the Mexican gangster, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was hilarious. He's, he might have been my a, favorite character. He's a rapper. He's like an actual rapper in Philly. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. I need to. He was great. Hear that? Is, is he uh, a white, uh, <laughs> Caucasian cholo with his rap career as well? <laughs> no, he's more like the juggalo type. Oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Jenna, I'm gonna have to find you on Facebook after this. I've gotta, I gotta get a link. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to know this. I gotta like send all of you guys like all of yeah. these people. Oh please do. <laughs> I mean, I wish please he did already. Do. I could just put it on here. Do you know yeah, his good. his stage name? Yeah, let me let me look it up real quick. Right. <laughs> while while you're looking that up, um, Johnny or Daniel, do you have any other scenes that stick out? Yes, I do. Um, I really, really love the. Uh, I don't know who exactly he is. The guy that lets him out of jail right in the beginning. Uh, the guy oh, that lets Ken's no. character that out part, of jail. That part I fucking couldn't stand. Um, <laughs> I just. I'm gonna go ahead and do my best impression of the man because uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just I enjoyed it so much. Now I'm just a simple small time peanut farmer, <laughs> but I do believe that you will be here, a good zombie slayer. <laughs> why is this guy talking with a southern happening? accent? Just just randomly. Why? I mean, this was not big. He just so so he actually wrote those lines himself. He he was like it supposed shows. to play the warden. Oh, the the whole thing like, with the penis and the lagoons yeah. and shit. And he was oh, like, God. How do you like this? And Len was oh, like, Yeah, that was fuck the it, most painful scene. That was yeah. It was yeah. Like, I remember when we were filming it, we were like, Oh, this is gonna be so good, this is gonna be great. And then and then and then like we saw it and it's like popular mm, it's guy around too here, long. Jack. Peanut. <laughs> oh my god. You know my wife insists I quit smoking. So now I'm addicted I, to I like the, the random drippings of water that was really That was loud. way too much. You just gotta eat them peanuts. The funny thing about the peanut. Not at all. It's actually considered a legume. God, a, a bean. The first time I was like, ugh. Yeah, there it is. Uh, I, I was about to turn the this off nut. right here. Right in it. <laughs> oh, God. Kind of misleading, don't you think? Very much You know, so. a peanut is neither a pea nor a nut. are hardly the only misleading thing in this room. No, it's a legume. Are they what here? am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, it turns out 
quite a bit more to you than is written in your file. Yeah, I... He has nothing to do with the whole rest Lord. of the movie. No, except at the very end, he sends him the postcard. At the end, he sends him a postcard, Daniel. He has... He has a oh, yeah, I love that part, too. Let's not <laughs> talk about scene. the end yet, because that's my, that's my <laughs> conclusion for the movie. Yeah. So, like after after the like the random nudity in the very front in the very beginning, it ter- if changes to that, and it's just like, what the fuck? And I was about to ter- just turn it off, and then finally, <laughs> he like after that like five minute whole montage, mm-hmm. he he gives him the snake Pliskin thing, like, yeah, we're gonna send you in this. You have to do it. It'll get you out of prison. Blah blah blah. And then okay, then the movie started. And then, like, and then the opening credits came in like fifteen minutes into the movie. I was... yeah. The best part was that I checked my time stamp, and I thought it was going to be thirty minutes in. And when I paused the movie, and I think it was fifty-five minutes in, I thought it was an hour and thirty. And I was just, right. what? damn, how is there still so much movie left? And it's only so... been this much. How has it been so long? I um... and it's so little. I actually edited one of um, Len Kabazinski's movies. Um, mm. Don't watch it. <laughs> 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 it's real. I mean, what I what I did with it is astounding. In I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but goddamn, I like like what the footage I got and what I created. I think that's my my best work of art ever. But um, it's still so bad. And I would have to, and I, I had to sit through the movie that I that I had made, and it was painful, and it was only like an hour and ten minutes long. Oh no! <laughs> oh crap! It's like a three-hour movie. <laughs> I, I like how, how you cleverly did not name this movie. <laughs> uh, Blood name Mercury. It's I love that name. Blood that Mercury. Cool name. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the. Sounds like a heavy metal band. You'll never really understand what it is. <laughs> Does that There's no way it's brought the up in the whole the film. <laughs> I don't think they say Blood Mercury once. <laughs> it's like Blood Diamond or Blood, you know, wh- whatever, well, you know. I just um, think of a of, um, Mercury. Blood Ocean. That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking of, Jenna. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so the guy's name is Draco BZG. Draco B is in boy, <laughs> Z is in Zeta, and G is in guy. <laughs> so that's the that's the rapper. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, what what was the first word again? <laughs> Draco. I wasn't paying attention. I, Draco. I had no... All right. You're okay. like, what are you talking about? We're blood mercury. I don't know. <laughs> blood mercury. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm paying attention, Ian. Can Children you get them with the program? All right. Uh, but, uh, okay, so, Jenna, uh, what, what about you? What, what are some parts that you enjoyed about the movie? It's kind of hard for me to say um, just because um, – like you know i'm biased right like i was in it i kind of saw behind the scenes so i mean obviously my favorite part is just kind of the memories of like meeting Mm -hmm. everyone and being in this film but um i'd say if i were to just have been watching it um 
my favorite i i do even though you could say the pacing kind of sucks for one of these types of movies i think it's has really good pacing stuff happened yeah yeah like i i'm i'm a fan of bad movie you know bad movie genre like i've seen a lot of bad movies and (laughs) pacing is always a problem there's always so many movies where like it Amen. just starts really lagging, and you know the the script is always bad. <laughs> but um, I'd say with this movie, even though yeah, there's some scenes and it does feel long, and uh, I but I would say in general, just like the change of scenery, the pacing, the change of colors, like at least keeps you in it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah for sure. And I'd say the, uh, I mean. Obviously, there's a lot to pick on this movie about. The sound was the worst for me. I could not oh, deal with the sound. Yeah. The fold was just absolutely, it was absolutely atrocious, man. Especially, you talk about the peanut scene and the the dripping coming in the background. I, felt like I, was I mentioned this before, Ian. I always rag on Tenet, that new Chris Nolan movie. You can't uh-huh. hear 50% of the oh, goddamn yeah. dialogue because the trains in the background, the music, the gunshots a bird flying through the air and going, caw is too loud. <laughs> and you can't hear what they're saying. Like, at the very least, have subtitles. Yeah, man, that was, uh, on the fight scenes, the, the, the pow, bam, the, you know, the little, the, the points of yeah. impact for the kicks were, they were off for the most part. You know, it didn't even, uh, it didn't even, it seemed like it was timed right. So I don't know if that was, is it, was it one person editing or was it a team of people or, I mean, there no, were probably it- a lot of different cuts. It was one person editing, but it, you know, he was brought on, like, kind of in the middle of everything. I mean, he, okay. they had just kind of started shooting, so it wasn't sure. that bad. But he was, but, uh, and that's Scott. And Scott was brought on, yeah. like, kind of like, uh, um, I can't, uh-huh. uh, uh, like, suddenly. And so okay. he didn't really know what was going on, and he didn't. <laughs> You know, he just kind of went, okay, whatever you say, you know, and then he, <laughs> and then they were like, hey, do you want to edit this movie too? And he's like, sure. And then he's like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's a huge it's certain- mess, isn't it? <laughs> I, I would, I would hate to see what, what the original footage was by itself. So I'm sure he, I'm sure he worked a, a masterpiece off what he could. Yeah. Um, you know, it just... I'm sure I, I can't imagine how incoherent it would have been before he touched it, <laughs> you oh. know, like in the initial filming. <laughs> and it would have been like 20 minutes long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, baby. Now we're swinging. Now we're swinging for the fences. <laughs> All right, um, so, how about, um, yeah, I, I guess so from the behind the scenes, like you said, some of your favorite parts are from behind the scenes. Uh, would, do you have any any stories for us? Anything that? Oh yeah, I got tons. <laughs> what, what you got? Um, so I guess like I'll I'll say that like uh about the script. This is kind of the M Night Shyamalan twist I was teasing. Is oh, yeah. um the half of the movie was not in the script. I mean, it's probably not that big of a plot twist because it's kind of obvious. But half of the movie's not wasn't in the script and wasn't originally even shot. And uh, when um, when Scott got all the footage, he realized, like, there's not enough. Like, there's just not enough footage. So we had to just 
uh, Len, well, Len, Len wrote a bunch of stuff and that's why he's credited as well. Um, at the very end, like the whole, like all the commercials were, were for him, were his idea and Scott's idea. And, um, all of the, you know, where I turn into the zombie and everyone turns into the mm -hmm. zombie, that whole ending that was, that was created by him. And, that I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the beginning too, where he's in the prison, that was him as well, with the peanut oh, okay. guy. <laughs> it's a lot of padding that you just mentioned there. Yeah, like 30, so, 30, 40 minutes of padding on a on an hour, ten minute movie. <laughs> thank God I also made that um that uh uh title that title screen too. Oh, <laughs> <The opening laughs> credits. Hey, that ate up two minutes, right? Yeah, <laughs> whatever good, you though. got. Like open. Um, so and and uh, Scott was trying to make like he would he would watch something and he'd be like, "How did these characters get here? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, because he's just running around and shooting shit, and then like like oh, does that work? I don't know. Let's just we we gotta go. Like, we only have this thing for a day, you know. And so. He was he was literally out in his woods, like on his bike, like shooting footage just to kind of like cut it together. Oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, and we didn't have any sound because he didn't know he was gonna be shooting a movie. He just happened to have his camera equipment when we started filming. So with that forest scene, he didn't really have anything for sound. Um, so we had to ADR everything. And then like <laughs> Some guy just came up. We were at this camp and some guy just came up in this little cart and he's like, we're going to be doing ADR. And I didn't even know what ADR was. I'm like, what, what's that? And it's like, oh, you just like talk over your lines. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I figured I was going to see the footage and try to match it. But oh, no, they didn't do that? Nope. What? Nope. I just, I had to like remember <laughs> lines that I had said, which we changed a lot. <laughs> Oh wow! And then he just had to like say it. <laughs> and that okay, knowing that this movie's better. Yeah, yeah. That 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 could have been way worse. Oh, like I could just yeah. imagine that just like yeah, not matching your lips at all. <laughs> and yeah, I couldn't tell. That that was definitely that was way better. Noticeable with all the other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly. way better ADR than I've seen in a lot of, of movies of this caliber. So, like, the sound, all in all, is pretty good compared to what it was, but, <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if we had to go back in time and wave a magic wand, <laughs> the things we would have done. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ian, I know that we've got a schedule, but I've really got to ask about this. The, um... There were some really, really disjointed scenes in this movie. Um, I remember specifically when um, when Logan and uh, the um, often naked lady were running away after the <laughs> first time after meeting the main um, the main character played by Ken. Uh, she kept falling down, and people appeared out of nowhere from before the start of the scene where they killed the big Mexican guy. Uh, after meeting you, and there was just like all these disjointed scenes where nobody ever met the characters that yeah. were, uh, even though everyone yeah. was standing in like this little close area, nobody ever actually met or saw each other in the same scene. Was, was that one of the results of this 
that you're yes. this thing that you're talking. Okay. Yes. That actually explains a lot. Uh, I just saw those and I'm like, man, what is everyone filming in like six different counties? What is this? Like, why isn't anyone doing like, oh, but they're not, no one's even shocked. They're like trying to react. They're just like, nope, that's the thing that happened. I have to run away from this place now. And like and everyone just finding was, ways to like introduce characters later on. And it just wasn't working really. And we we're like, fuck it. I just show up. You know, <laughs> all right. They were so disinterested yeah, in each other's deaths. That yeah. was the part, like, or peril. Like, no, nobody cared. Just nobody. Like, oh, no. we're to, gonna keep this character till later. I'll Why? give it to Justin, um, because Justin and I, uh, he he played. Uh, I forgot his character's name, but like that that older guy, the scruffy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He. Um. He, uh, we, we kind of like bonded during, um, the play and we like riffed off each other a lot behind the scenes, which is like what I was mentioning behind the scenes. He's like, so, uh, how long ha have you known you were a lesbian? And then like, I'd be like, how long have you known that you've been a lesbian? And like, just stuff like that. Um, and, uh, he, so during my death scene, he was like, I'm going to get really worked up. You know what I mean? He's like, I really want to like cry during this scene because like <laughs> I'm just like like I you know you and I bonded and like like as characters and we would be and I would be really upset about it and like I was like, damn, you're gonna make me cry, man. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, you know, it didn't come off as much, but his performance live was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and speaking of performance, your whole, I brought it up at the beginning, your, your like crazy eyed thing. What, what was the idea behind, like, why were you just, your eyes were just like way too wide the entire time? Oh, because of the silence oh, yeah, of the yeah. limbs thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you said that. So that was and it. So it was during just like, my death scene, that, so. like, Day of the Dead is one of my favorite movies. Uh, and Joe yeah. Pilato is like one of my favorite people. And I was like, yes, I get to have a Joe Pilato like death scene, you know, because I feel like my character was kind of Joe Pilato y from, <laughs> from Day of the Dead. And I was like, oh, yes, yeah. I get to do that. Um, <laughs> and I just really went, choke on him. I really wanted to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I, like I, I mentioned earlier, I just I, I just love like the, your return, your zombie return. It was just like, oh, you thought I was dead, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you fight the guy that you, you were with and helping the entire time yeah so there's like kind of a is a, a twist that was supposed to be interesting but not really <laughs> the fight scene was good though i gotta give it i gotta give yeah, it to you guys absolutely. you know what you're doing with fighting i don't know what ken's background is but his fighting scenes were also convincing so oh yeah, he's he was a fight choreographer's and and he did like stage uh fight choreography. So and yeah, you guys that did well together. For sure, my favorite part of making these movies is just like the fight choreography. It's so much fun. <laughs> That's why I keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh you, you had kind of a similar scene in that uh I forgot what it's called, that that chambers one or the oh yeah, five, five gauntlets, yeah. Or gauntlets, get chambers. Yeah, where I'm a ninja. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, we're running a little low on time, so let's go ahead and get to the the prompt section. Uh, so basically, when we were talking before we did this, I uh, I was texting all y'all and I said if you could remake this movie or make a sequel to this movie or spin off or anything, what what would y'all do to this movie to, I guess, make it better or make, continue the story or anything? Like, I guess if there's a Swamp Zombies 3 or anything like that or remake it, what would you do if it's a remake? Who would you have directed? And uh, I guess, Jenna, let's start with you. Mm, okay. Um, I would still have Len direct it because why not? Okay. <laughs> um, not uh, maybe not though. I would want a Mr. Lobo movie. <laughs> oh, okay. So a spinoff. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want like a spinoff Mr. Lobo, like with his character and like what he did to like get this TV show. Like I kind of want his prequel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Uh, I, I was actually thinking, uh, sandwich, I, I, want, I want more more crazy as uh, Can you stop? Co- combat girl. It, it's specifically, I want to see a team up with you and this character from a movie you probably haven't seen, which is Lady Terminator. Um, have you seen Lady Terminator? I know, Johnny, you've seen it. Daniel, have oh, you seen yeah, it? Absolutely. Yeah. I know okay. of it. I Hot still garbage. haven't gotten around to seeing it, though. We will cover it in the to. show. Do it, do it, so, I, I might have you on that. So, Johnny and Daniel, you know who I mean by Snake. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the uh, the amazing combat. Uh, like he's just oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, yeah, he, he's like a, a surfer dude, like war zone combat guy. <laughs> Who uh, he's kind of like your character, but he's more like surfer dude. He's like, whoa, dude, and and it's just like he's fighting the Lady Terminator. He's like, yeah, eat it, you bitch. So <laughs> I want to see him and you together in one movie where you're just like fighting off some sort of monster of some kind. It's like a lot of intensity. Like, that would be great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you would like balance each other out because you'd be like the more like calm. <laughs> collected one and he'd be the more like outrageous zany guy so that's what i want to see johnny how about you uh you know me man i really like it when i really like it when uh movies that have kind of had the same formulaic approach going for years and years i like it when they shake it up a little bit um so i would actually want to see a remake of swamp zombies 2 maybe a little different with the premise uh but i would like actually oddly enough i would like ari aster to direct it um the guy that did hereditary and midsummer and you know that, that i'd be amazing you know you know that i i fucking hate midsummer and i thought hereditary <laughs> the first two-thirds were awesome and then the last portion just came out of fucking nowhere but um, yeah i agree with you on that you know? though no one agrees with me with that but yes <laughs> oh hey hey you're welcome on my podcast anytime jenny you're good people yeah <laughs> you and i he, you and i can uh, on Ari Aster all the time yeah if you listen to like you could just put on a, a random episode of i don't give a flick just any any episode at complete random you are guaranteed to hear him talk shit about one of those two movies yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely um kind of i podcast. think that 
Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, I think Ari Aster actually, from the limited work that I've seen him put out, I think he does a good job with building universe, building worlds, um, and actually going off storyline and whatnot. Uh, I think for for a zombie movie like this, most of them are, for the most part, they're all the same. You know, it's right. it's primarily it's the the hero or that hero's group and they're fighting the world of zombies or whatever. So I agree with you. I think the reality show idea is a good idea. I think it would be interesting if we kind of did an extension of Shaun of the Dead where it's mm. afterwards. It's like, remember how they talked about, they're mm. like, oh, here, here are zombies in the world after we learned how to control the pandemic. Yeah. I would like to see this same thing. I would like Ari Aster to come and build a world, put, put some symbolic social references or issues at the forefront, which is not something zombie movies typically tend to do and try to make it, try to make a deep zombie film. I know that sounds really out there <laughs> and not, not something that I usually go for. You know me, I hate artsy fartsy films, but I really think that it would be a great way to break the mold of what zombie films have become. And mm. I really think a, world after pandemic slash being around some type of reality show um, where you have the entire world watching. I really think he'd actually be able to hit that out of the park. And I would love to see, I would love to see the lead actors. I would love to see Jason Statham in something uh -huh. like that. I think uh, people actually. Jason Statham as Pam would nope. be good. <laughs> <laughs> like That would like, certainly uh, throw a curveball. Like in a, in a wig and all that. Or... Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I'm trying to be real about it. Just do that, it. Just do it. That'd be great, man. I think like a Jason, a Jason Statham, Jennifer Lawrence kind of combo. Um, you know, maybe an Alfred Molina as uh, uh, Mister. Uh, sorry, what was the guy's name? Lobo. Lobo, Mister Lobo, kind of thing. Um, no, I, where in action drama horror, and I don't know why, but when you I saw the prompt, Ari Aster just popped into my head, and I was like, you know what? I think there's only a few directors that could actually make a meaningful zombie film. Uh, and I feel like this falls right into his wheelhouse. And it's so, I don't think, he can't, he's, he always, he's the guy that always goes over the top and uses art for the sake of making art. But I think with a zombie film, it's so, I'm not going to say lowbrow or anything, but it's just so simple that I don't think he'd be able to fuck it up. I think it would be like you'd have the to add some kind of family trauma in it somehow. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But I, that would be my pitch. I think that'd be that'd be hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, he he definitely lives uh, rent free in your head. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's an interesting pitch. Interesting. Daniel, how about you? Well, I don't want to be—I don't want to be highbrow at all. I would like to go as lowbrow as possible. And I was thinking, uh, Dateline NBC with Chris Hansen and uh, having a final interview with Ken <laughs> and his zombie <laughs> nightmare that he left us with. Um, very Fido-esque uh, for anyone who's not familiar. Fido, the two thousand six oh, yes. movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking of uh, Stephanopoulos uh, in that movie and. Um, I forget the name of his his uh, cheerleader zombie that he rescues to go do gross boob stuff with, uh, that he totally has a weird gross sexual fetish with. And I was thinking of a continuation of the whole pets idea, but with Chris Hansen, um, 
going ahead and doing an intervention uh, to, to stop the, the zombie molestation that uh, Ken has started at the end of the movie with his <laughs> gross boob washing car zombie. Honestly, so. like that's a good continuation though. <laughs> I would love to watch an like, especially considering the way that they filmed this, which was a reality TV show with commercials and things like this, they could take that same film style and turn it into a very special report with Chris Henson and go ahead and do a full episode of the, uh, the whatever NBC show it was, it was on Dateline and uh, all the different characters on it and everything and do this Ooh, thing, you know do an intervention. Good? You know who'd be good at directing one of these would be Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, I don't I know how he is it doing like the gross it. expose sort of thing though. I'm not sure about that. I haven't seen many of those. Death movies. proof. Yeah. But um the, it, yeah, it just it just well not death proof. The but film had a, yeah, uh, oh yeah, not death proof. <laughs> the other one. Yeah, the 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 grindhouse thing. Yeah, that, that would be kind of similar. I, I was I was also kind of thinking not for your Daniel not your particular uh, idea but I was kind of thinking Rob Zombie could probably do it. Oh yeah. If you oh were yeah, yeah, you'd have some fun with that with that film. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, go I think on. You do good with the the next version of it if you take uh, Mr. Lobo's end of the movie with his big needle of whatever it is and, yeah. and See, that, that's all over whatever like he's going to inject it into right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, so uh, he'll direct the movie that I pitched. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Daniel, is that is that it, or do you have more? More or less, that's it. I, I would just love to see a to catch a predator, but with a gross zombie predator. Because I don't know what that twist was at the end there, but Ken got real weird, real quick. <laughs> um. I, I don't know. That was that. It was upsetting, to say the least. Like even after watching that movie, it was still upsetting. It managed to get a new nerve, uh, just like right on the wire there. Interesting. And, <laughs> like oh oh, that wasn't brought up in the whole rest of this whole movie that I just sat through. Now I'm upset for a different reason than the movie. <laughs> and I just thought like, where's Chris Henson to go ahead and fix this for me? <laughs> He's supposed to be there for us as a people. <laughs> Rip Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's go on to the the next segment, which is uh, actually we rate this movie. And on the show, the way we rate this is it's one out of ten rating, but instead of stars, we'll just give it anything that just pops up in the movie. So for me, uh, like I, I really enjoyed it, although there were a lot of parts that like definitely like that brought it down like it was enjoyable and really boring at the same time so there are things i liked and things i didn't like so i'll give it probably about seven legumes <laughs> johnny how about you oh god what sorry what are we rating on this one production value uh no um uh, it's just one rating Oh, just just rating it in general as a whole. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, okay. God. Um. Yeah. I mean, just based off everything I said, I I did feel like a lot of 
what they had done. I feel the not very much attention to detail in this film. I understand a lot of people were doing multiple roles. I get it. I've done indie films myself plenty of times. And I do feel like there was a lot of, there were, there were certain missed opportunities, uh, a lot of inconsistencies with small things, location, wardrobe, all that. Um, But it was still fun. Regardless of all that, I I still did have a good time watching it. I would have liked to watch it with uh, more, like maybe two or three other people. So we could have made fun of it. I've watched it by myself. So I don't think my yeah, experience was as good. enjoyable as it could have been, but I would say I, I, I'd, I'd probably give it, uh, uh, I'd give it two, uh, go, go park rangers, which was something Mr. Lobo said when he's talking to Jack at one point, he's like, he's like, <laughs> okay, confirming that go, go park ranger. And I'm like, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where all did this come from? Was just- the dialogue, it was it was pretty it was pretty goddamn weak um but uh easy, yeah, I, I thought, e- what was a easy peasy lemon squeezy lemon yeah. squeezy. something no dolphin ever said in their life yeah i've heard that one before plenty of times though i'd say i'd say a, a two out of ten though maybe a two and a half you might be able to sway me but uh it had redeeming that's our ratings. you hated it yeah I didn't uh, hate it. I mean, I you know, there were entertaining parts. I mentioned entertaining scenes. Um, yeah, I didn't, it's not the worst one we've reviewed. That's the rating that we have on IMDb. Oh, really? four. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Okay. It's four well, out of ten. All right. Great, great minds think alike. I'm surprised I got four. That, that's, yeah. That's, that's high. That's because very high. The cast, that's because the cast gave it five stars. Or oh, stars. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, Daniel, how about you? What do you rate it? Well, I can't really rate it out of 10. I really got to rate it out of 100 because I need a percentage for it. And um, I just got to ask, how many percents do we have in our plan, ladies? And I got to go with 50%. You've only got 50% going on in this. I would say it's half good, half bad. Um, It could not engage my wife. She just... just (laughs) had to tune out she couldn't she couldn't put up with it uh which to me lets me know that it's not for everyone uh i found no. some redeeming values in it but i still hated it in very significant portions um i found some fun in a number of portions but just not enough to give it above a 50. i'd say it's very solid because i would probably watch it again with friends and would never watch it again by myself yeah absolutely yeah agree. yeah yeah <laughs> first time i watched it uh i jenna you told me you were in it so i was like okay well i gotta see it and then i was actually like texting you the entire time yeah yeah and i like, all this like goom guys gotta go away now <laughs> yeah and, and, that was only uh, 10 minutes yeah and he was already mad yeah and, and so when after it i i didn't really remember much. i thought i remembered the movie but when i rewatched it for this episode the entire it was like all new to me because i was not paying attention the first time i was like oh wow this is a tv show oh, good. <laughs> like they're showing a reality show i i didn't even realize that the first time right i was just not paying attention but uh all right so jenna as the uh the new member well johnny's a new member of this show too but it's basically the same as my old one but jenna this is your first time on any of my shows so um yeah how, how do you rate it uh I, as okay I'll, since you were in it 
and you took part of it. How do you rate it? I'll give you two ratings. How do you rate it as somebody who took part in it and your experience with it? And how do you rate it as just somebody who watched the movie? Well, I mean, as someone who took part in it, 10 out of 10 for sure. I, uh, I had just huh. moved to Philadelphia and I did not know anyone and mm. so I like met so many of my friends who were, you know, obviously now my friends like on that set and, you know, and oh, okay. I'm making, I'm like in movies <laughs> now, like they're not the best movies. They're not the most high budget movies, but they're fun. <laughs> and uh, I've met a lot of people yeah. through those movies as well. So some of my best friends I've met through um, these movies. So I, I, yeah, I'd have to give it a 10 out of 10 for that. Um <laughs> And, but it's so I did obviously my like we had a I had a family reunion and my whole family wanted to watch it and oh, I was actually really surprised how much they loved it like they oh, were yeah. like laughing I mean you know because I'm also in it so they're like <laughs> oh there she is they were laughing and screaming and like I remember there was like this bad CGI where like something the the tower or like the 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 place blew up and they were like oh that's so fucking bad oh my god like they were they just like they loved it they loved how bad it was and um you know they're not you, you know i love bad movies but they they're usually not those types so i'm glad that they had a lot of fun so yeah. um i would give it i mean like i'll you know what four out of ten just like uh okay uh, just I like i am maybe yeah, uh, if if you like bad movies, though. If you don't, then it's going to be a point two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of have to, like, like that genre. Yeah, if no, you absolutely. don't, then no. Then no, then I, I know a lot it. of people that, that would just absolutely hate this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Same. Uh, but uh, four out of ten, what? What, what? what are you rating? Oh, up? yeah. Um, four out of ten comically large needles. Nice. <laughs> Alright. Alright, cool. Well, that will conclude this episode of Cult and Trash Horror Movie Grind for Swamp Zombies 2. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you can check it out for free on Tubi. And uh, be sure to check out Johnny's podcast. I don't give a flick. Definitely uh, it's a good show. Not not only as somebody who's been in a bunch of episodes, but I say that as a fan as well. Like I've listened to a bunch of his episodes. Like If you're into film and the process of film and different genres and uh, we we also like rate movies. Uh, we talk a lot about like Tarantino and Scorsese and stuff like that, and uh, it, it's it's good stuff. So uh, yeah, check check out Johnny's uh, podcast. I don't give a flick. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And thanks for joining. And uh, Jenna, absolutely. do you have anything else going on? You said that you are in a, another uh, another yeah. one of his movies. Yeah, we're currently shooting um, Pact of Vengeance, which I mentioned. And it's about vengeance. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> so yeah. that's the thing in the plot. Do you have any idea of the release date or any? Or just uh, uh, we don't really part? have a release date yet. Um, the last filming that we're doing is um, uh, this the end of October. So I'm going to assume uh, the turnaround's pretty quick. So I'd say like probably five months later, we'll probably have the film, okay. <laughs> the whole cool. film. Um, and it has, this is definitely the highest budget, uh, all crowdfunded wow. that he's done. 
Um, he got, uh, if, if anyone's into wrestling, I know that there's a lot of people into wrestling, um, AEW's Diamante and Pretty Peter Avalon are in it. Um, and John Michael Thor from uh, uh, Rock and Roll Nightmares in it as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And so, yeah. So I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to be technically. Oh, and Leo Fong from Low Blow. He's going to be in that, too. I'm going to be meeting him oh, soon. Oh, cool. <laughs> Nice. So, so, so this will be one to, to look forward to. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, it'll be okay, fun. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you got going on that you want to plug, Jenna? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said <laughs> someone else's name. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's it. I mean, you can like follow me on Instagram or Twitter or something. But uh, I don't, what, what's, maybe what's not that? Don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I the, mean, if you the... want, you can. It's cool. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need you. Legitimately, don't do that. <laughs> what is your Instagram? Uh, zombie futon. Say, I just really love right. zombie. Right. zombie futon. F U T O N. Here, I'll follow. I'll follow you right here, and you follow me back, and we'll get the ball rolling. Here we go. All right, it's coming up, folks. Sorry, started. Okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah. So that that's the end of this episode. Thanks to all of y'all for joining. And uh, uh, yeah, real quick, let me just uh, give a sneak peek to the next week's movie. And I've got. What could that. it be? Oh, I got to pull that face for right, right here. Sorry for the delay. Now it's gonna hold the face for a while. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. That is Psycho Gourmet. Hell yeah. I. That's the best. I cannot wait. To, I cannot wait to watch this. Yeah. Oh, so John, Johnny will be on. I have, I'll be on next As year. A huge yeah, war fan. I've got to tell you, this is the movie. This it, is my. Favorite newest movie that has been made. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Oh, and so it's it's actually rated PG. It's, it's the most R-rated PG movie. What? Yes. <laughs> wow. <Ridiculous>. PG. <laughs> oh, no the obliteration. There's no way this is fucking Stop. PG. That's not PG. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty PG. sure it is actually. <laughs> What? Get the fuck? That's not even PG-13. That's fucking great. I can't wait. Yeah. So they don't drop any F-bombs again. Physical effects before no, no. Every, every, they do, but yeah. they don't say yes. fuck. Fuck CGI. They, mm -hmm. they don't say fuck. They say frick. And they say it a lot. <laughs> frick. Every time. Amazing. <laughs> it's always by a little girl. <laughs> so, yeah. The P is for physical. Yeah. The G is uh, for that, gore. That would be, yeah. <laughs> Or Psycho yeah. Gourmet. Physical Gourmet. Uh, yeah, so that, that'll be Psycho Gourmet. So tune in next week. And once again, thank you all for joining. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And uh, yeah, take it easy, everybody. <laughs>